Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at mylan.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I hope you're having an awesome day. This is the day the The Lord Lord has has made. made. That's right. Glory to God, man. What a great day. What a great day to be alive in yes. Christ. Praise what God. a wonderful day to let things change and get better in your life. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Well, God will do that for you. If you're willing to change for Him, He'll change everything for you. Praise the only God. thing He won't change is His Word. So yeah. we're going to study that today because that'll help you to be like Him and to enjoy His best. Yeah, amen. You know, the Word says in John 8, verse 31, and by the way, that's the reason we do this show. Mm -hmm. We call it On the Road to Freedom for this reason, because He said, if you will continue in my Word, you'll be my disciples, and you will know Know the the truth, truth. and the truth will set you free. So we're going to continue. It's going to get better and better. The more you study, the more faith comes by hearing and hearing. The more faith you're going to have, the better the quality of your life is going to be. And I believe it's going to happen today. Yeah, amen. In fact, if you'll let me, I want to pray for you right now. Yeah. I know that's not the way we normally do things, but I don't care. Yeah. Father, I, I just lift up my brothers and sisters to you today. God, I ask you to fill the room that they're in with your presence. I ask your holy angels to surround them, Lord, Mm -hmm. and set them free and free indeed. I ask you to make it tangible. Yes. God, I ask you to make your presence available Mm -hmm. to them Mm -hmm. and that you would pour yourself out, Holy Spirit, upon them. Yes, Lord. And make the quality of their lives better. Give them peace. Give them joy. Set them free from fear and worry, doubt and unbelief and give them truth, faith today, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And also, I want to thank you, partners, for uh, for making this available. You pay for it. You pray for it. Yeah. You're the one that really sends us. We do the easy part. You do the hard part. And I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful we're going to get to share the rewards together when we get to heaven. It's going to be a lot of them. God is good. He's gonna, you're going to hear him say, well done good and faithful servant. You put the kingdom of God first. Yeah. And his righteousness. Amen. God. So thank you, Team Nylon. We love you today and we yeah. want you to know we're praying for you. We call Every you day, best. Amen. We pray over you faith-filled prayers and we believe the word is working yeah. on your behalf. Amen. And today I want to talk to you about that it's time to testify. Come on. You know, there must be a good old Southern gospel song in there somewhere. <laughs> I I'd like say there's at least a hundred. Okay. Yeah. So it's time to testify. Well, why do I say that? Because the days that we're living in, Satan is defeated by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So if we want Satan defeated in our lives, we need to be bold. We yeah. need to testify about what Jesus has done for us. In James 1, 2 through 3, it says, My brethren... Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Okay, so we know here that when we encounter trials and tribulation and challenges in life, the Word says it is only the testing of our faith. And so many want to have a bold testimony 
before the Lord, but without the test. Yeah. <laughs> right? You can have a money, but you can't have a testimony without a test. <laughs> That's right. So mm-hmm. once we pass the test, here's the good news. We become bold witnesses for him. Yeah. Now we can tell the world how we passed that test, how we yeah. overcame discouragement, how we were set free from fear how we were set free from poverty and lack. Mm. Now we can testify about what the Lord has done for us. So to get to the next level, please understand this. You know, I know there's a lot of people that think once they start living by faith that they're just gonna float through life on flowery beds of ease. That's how Kenneth E. Hagin used to describe it. But according to the word, there's going to be a test. According to the word, there's a fight to faith. The word says fight the good fight of faith. So there is a test. We will go from faith to faith and glory to glory. And our faith is what connects us to the Father's ability, right? So once we use our faith, faith is what pleases Him. And when we use our faith to pass that test, that's a holy connection to Him and His anointing, His power, His ability, His enablement. It's by grace that we can pass the test, but it's through faith, Yes, God. okay? So He is yes. able to cause you to conquer anything you're facing right now. Revelations 12, 11 says, and they overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Now that means you can have a testimony, but if you're not speaking it, you're not defeating the devil. That's this right. is so important. You're, you defeat the devil by the word of your testimony. That means you got to tell it. You got to say it, right? And what if Jesus you don't defeat did. the devil, he will defeat you. Yeah. I mean, this is, I've heard people say, well, I'm a private person. I just right. don't think that's anybody's business. Right. I don't want to testify. Well, then the devil will beat you up and he will still kill and destroy at your house. Mm. He will take things away from you that God wants you to help. Yeah. So you have to not be ashamed Don't of the be ashamed. gospel That's for the key. it is the, the power, power of, of God. God. Mm-hmm. If you want the power of God to be released in your life, yeah, that's you're it. going to have to defeat the devil. And the way you do that is by, he supplied the blood. Right, right. The Lamb of God supplied the blood. But you have to supply your testimony. Yeah, that's, that's not right. optional. That's not something you can say, no, Lord, I don't want to do that. God did wonderful things for you, and you should not be ashamed of that. You should tell everybody what God did for you. Yeah, that's, that's your right. testimony. That's your testimony. So we need to tell our story. Yes. You know, we've got a page on our website where you can share your story. Amen. And that it's, it's for this reason, so that yeah. you can testify and tell others what God did for you. And, you know, I was meditating on this, and I realized that no matter what conversation we were in with friends or with loved ones or when we travel, I found myself always wanting to tell people what Jesus did (laughs) for us. And I got home one time and I thought, Lord, should I, do I just need to be more quiet about that? Because I don't want everybody, I don't want anybody to ever think we're boasting, right? Or being arrogant or proud. But even Paul said, when I boast, my boasting is in the Lord, right? And the Lord reminded me and prompted me and said, no, you're called to testify. Yeah. I called you to testify and tell people what Jesus, what I did for We're you. We're not bragging about what we We're did. Not, We're bragging right. about what God what did God for did. us. That's the key. It really helped me when the Lord reminded me, no, Christy, I've called you to share your story, to tell your story, what mm. I've done for you. You need to be vocal. 
You need to tell people what I've done for you. That's the so good don't draw news. back. Amen. That's the good that news. That is the good news. <laughs> right? yeah. That's it. So Mark 1, 40 through 45, you know, um, there is a leper that came to Jesus imploring him and kneeling down before him and said to him, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him and said, I am willing, be cleansed. Mm. You know, today, whatever you're facing, you may be wondering if Jesus is willing to heal you, to deliver you, to set you free. Well, please know right now, assuredly, He is willing to set you free and free indeed from whatever is encumbering you. As soon as He had spoken, when Jesus spoke those words, immediately the leprosy left that man and he was cleansed. And then Jesus warned him and said, sent him away at once and said to him, see that you say nothing to anyone. However, (laughs) I relate to the leper here. However, he went out and began to proclaim it freely and spread the matter so that Jesus could no longer openly enter the city, (laughs) but was outside in deserted places. And they came to him from every direction. Mm. So this leper was so excited and so happy about being healed. He had to tell everyone. Now, I want to encourage you also with this. I was hesitant at times when I first began ministry with Mylan. I don't have a testimony like Mylan, right? You know, I was raised, I got saved and spirit-filled at the age of five. And my parents, godly parents who took me to church and taught me the word. And I endeavored to live that since the age of five. And I'm not saying I did it perfectly. Praise God, He is merciful and gracious. And I needed His mercy and loving kindness. But my testimony is not what Mylon shares, where he walked away from the Lord and was addicted to drugs and lived the rock and roll lifestyle. And so I thought because my testimony was more like what others would call goody two-shoes. That's what I got teased in school a lot. I got called that name a lot. But I thought I didn't have a testimony. So for those of you watching and you have a similar testimony, don't let the devil trick you and lie to you and say, you don't have a powerful testimony. You do. And you need to be bold and share what Jesus has done for you and how he has preserved you and kept you your entire life. Amen. Let me just share a little bit. Part of my testimony, I, I knew I went to church when I was a kid. My parents were Christians. My granddaddy was a preacher. So naturally, I went to church a lot. My mother's father was the pastor of the church. And we sat on the front row. We always had our seat there, you know. And yet, we didn't read the Bible a lot. We went to church all the time, but we couldn't go any further than the pastor. If the pastor was in third grade spiritually, you couldn't get to the fourth grade in that church. You can't do that in any church. Unless a pastor is really mature Christian, then you can't go very far in God. You're going to be limited by the ceiling. That's why we continue. Mm -hmm. If you study the Word every day, you're going to know more every day. You're going to know more about who He is and how He does things. Well, I had a lot of questions as a kid, and I couldn't get the answers. We didn't really study the Word, so Mm -hmm. we didn't know many Mm -hmm. of the answers. And I did not want that. What I saw was a, a... a church full of people who were immature Christians. Mm. And so they had a lot of problems. And when I asked why they had those problems, nobody knew why. 
And nobody wanted to take the blame for our sins, Mm -hmm. for our ignorance, because we wouldn't read the Word. We wouldn't study. We didn't study to show ourselves approved. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't learn much, and we didn't have a a good quality of life because of it. And Mm -hmm. I grew up not wanting what they had. I, I thought, why go to church? Why miss the party? Why stand around speaking in King James and being religious if it's not going to do any good? Right. If we're going to be just right. as diseased and just as divorced and just as depressed as the world, then what does Jesus what do good for does you? It do? Yeah. But the truth is, I didn't know the truth. Hmm. That's why we study the Word. Yes, I came yes. to Jesus, and I mean I really came to Him at 35 years old. And I gave Him my sins when I was a teenager, but I didn't give Him my life. I didn't get my mind renewed. Mm. I didn't study the Word. I was conformed. I was a Christian that was conformed to the world. I believed that there is God. I truly believe that Jesus Christ is and was His Son. Amen. I believed that God had raised Jesus from the dead. Mm. But it, wouldn't, it would get me to heaven. But it was a miserable life. And I really thought if you made enough money where you could do what you want to, you'd be happy. I thought if you can live in a mansion and, and have lots of girls and lots of money and fast cars, you know, a cool motorcycle, you're going to be euphoric. <laughs> well, that's not the truth. Mm. The truth is joy only comes from God. Yeah. Real joy. Yeah. Amen. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. That's you can't it. buy that. Mm. There's no place where you can lease that. Yeah. That only comes from God Almighty. That's so good. And so I had to give him my life. And I did that at 35. I gave up. And I surrendered my will to God. Mm. And I accepted Jesus not just as my Savior. That day, He became my Lord and Master. And I started studying His Word every day. Mm. And reading it and thinking about it, meditating on it. And realizing, what does this mean? And how do I put that on the road in my life? Where the rubber meets the road. When it gets tough. Right. When it doesn't feel right. It's not comfortable. It's... It's hard. It's alone. A lot of times your, your family will make excuses to sin. It's okay, they'll tell you. It's okay to be like that. Everybody else in church is like that. No, it's not. If God says it's not okay, it's not okay. It's not okay, that's and right. And I want to do things the way, Amen. not my way. I don't want God. Thank God he won't change. He's the same yesterday and today and forever. Amen. But I want to change for him because I love him. He's been good to me. Boy, he has proved how much he loves me every day in every way. And that's what He wants to do for you. That's right. He wants to answer the questions that nobody else will answer. And He'll do that if you'll read His Word. Right. He wants to help you to study the Bible. He will talk to you every day. Yeah. When I read the Bible, He speaks things to me. And He'll give me what I call a download. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll be talking to Him about something and all of a sudden, boom, He starts to give me. And it may take me a year to understand it all. He can give me, He can give you enough information in in one second to keep you busy for a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just keeps unfolding every day. You realize, wow, that scripture has explained this one over here and that one over there. Now they make sense and they didn't before because now they're put together from the same God who wrote them all. Well, 1 Peter 2, 9 says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, 
that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You know, one version says he did this so that we would broadcast his glorious wonders throughout the world. I love that because that's why we do On the Road to Freedom is so that we can broadcast his love around the world. And you can be a part of helping us share the love of God by joining Team Milan. You just go to Milan.org and click on Team Milan today. And you pray about what God wants you to do. He'll talk to you. He'll show you exactly. We need your prayers. We need your financial support. We will change the world with God's help and with your help, one person at a time. Honey, read Ecclesiastes 3.11 for me, please, ma'am. It says, He also has planted eternity in men's hearts and minds, a divinely implanted sense of a purpose, working through the ages which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. Amen. Praise Amen. God. And you found that out, and I did uh, too. I did, Praise yeah. God. And Nothing God, under the sun will satisfy no, like Jesus. No, rock Not and a roll career, won't do rock it. and roll, no, 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 money, no. you know. And the good, one of the good news, and I'd like to share this with you since I'm testifying, is my mama's prayers, man. Yeah. My mama never she quit She was praying. praying. And I didn't always agree with my mom about everything, but boy, she believed in prayer. Yeah. And she was a praying woman. Thank God she stayed in front of God for me. Second Corinthians 4 and verse 4 says, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. How hard would it be to, to be blinded from the light of God? Yeah. So you couldn't understand who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. This is how we pray. We take authority over the deception of the evil one that the light of God or the light of the gospel may shine, shine forth, forth to yes, them yes. and and then through them. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens when you get born again yes. and other people get, when you testify, other people find out how good God is. The anointing is contagious. The word, the love, the glory of God, mm-hmm. it's contagious. You yes, can share it with us. God will send a witness to your loved one that they might listen to and, and labor across their path. Right, the and God said, Sent sent Buck Herring to you. Yeah, and you listened to him. God, other people had come across your path, but you listened. God sent Buck. Buck's wife, Annie, and Matthew, and Nellie was her brother and sister. Mm -hmm. They had a group called Second Chapter of Acts. Good band, man. Good band. They made great music. And Buck started ministering to me. He had hired me to sing background on a Phil Kagey album called Love Broke Through. And he took advantage of that time to minister to me. Mm -hmm. I was not saved. And he was there for me, man. For a few years, I'd get stoned. I'd be up four o'clock in the morning depressed, and I'd call Buck to pray. <laughs> He'd wake up and pray for me. Years he went through that. Mm-hmm. He ended up finally, praise God, leading me to Jesus. Yeah, praise God. I saw the real deal in his life. Mm. I saw that he wasn't messing around. That he really meant it. He didn't just quit getting high. He quit getting drunk and running around with women. Yeah. He changed his life. He grew up in God. I gave my life to Jesus at one of the concerts that the second chapter of Acts did in Atlanta. That day, when I gave my life to Jesus, I didn't know he could deliver me. I didn't even know to pray for that because I didn't know he could do it. You were instantly delivered. But I was Amen. instantly delivered. Yeah. I had no withdrawals. Yeah. I never went through it. I was a heroin addict. 
and the next moment I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I never took any drug of any kind since that day. I never got drunk again. My life changed, my, wow. my yeah. vocabulary changed. I mean, so many things, the way I see life, I just praise God, man. The truth set me free when I accepted it and, re and, and submitted to it. Now, I went to church Sunday this morning and immediately was persecuted. I faced some religion. I won't go into the whole story. But they didn't like his long hair and his snakeskin platform boots and him wearing Levi's to church on Sunday morning. They weren't happy about that. I didn't have a suit and tie. <laughs> yeah. And I made a lot of money, so I lived in a fancy neighborhood, lots of lawyers and you know, doctors and people, yeah. uh, professionals. Right. And uh, and all of them were all dressed up and looked nice on Sunday morning. Well, I got born again on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to go to church. So yeah. I went and I sat on the front row. I was the first one there because I stayed up all night, which was normal for me. And they let me, Jennifer let me in. I went and sat on the front row. And a lady got really mad because I found out later I was sitting in her seat. She was an elderly woman who sat in that same seat for about 40 years, and she was really mad. And there was room right beside me, by the way. She could sit in right beside me in plenty of room. But she didn't want to sit next to me because I was a hippie to her. And somehow wasn't clean, but I was the cleanest I had ever been because yeah, I had been cleansed yeah. by the blood of the Lamb. That's he set right. me free from all unrighteousness. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Glory to God. Glory man. to God. I had a pack of cigarettes in my pocket. I found out later. I, I forgot about that. I still smoked. You know, uh, it probably took me six months to learn that I shouldn't smoke. I didn't know that. I mean, when you kicked heroin and cocaine, you think that's a pretty good day at the office. <laughs> but, uh, you know, to her, I still wore earrings and stuff. That was disgusting to her. And she did not love me. So that's what religion is. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who are born again who are religious. Don't let that yeah. bother you. Right. That's not God. That's them. God is not that way. God loves you, and he will prove it to you if you give him a chance. And, you know, we're entering into that time where it's the last day harvest. A great awakening is coming upon the earth, and there's going to be a great That's revival. Right. And many souls come to the kingdom. Mm. So there's going to be lots of Milans coming into the Say church. And on. they may not be dressed right and they may not talk right or look right. But we need to receive them and rejoice over their salvation. Amen. Christians, and help them. Christians, we got to be careful, man. Yeah. We can't hurt these little ones. Yeah. We can't judge them because they don't look like us or they got some tattoos or, or they wear their hair a certain color or, or whatever. Whatever you want to find fault with them, don't do it, man. Love them. Yeah. Love them. That's what they need. That's what, that's that's what God will do. That's what we're supposed to do. That's right. We'd like to lead you in a prayer of salvation. Maybe you've never given your heart yeah. to the Lord. Mylon, will you lead them in prayer? Sure, baby. Thank you. Will you say this, please? And I believe if you'll allow me the privilege and the honor of praying with you, I'd like to go before God. I, mm -hmm. I mean, the Word says we can actually go in the throne room. Yeah, we amen. can go before the throne of grace, grace. Thank and you, find mercy yes. and receive help today. Thank you. Will you pray with me? Come on, say this with me out loud right there in your home. Say this with me. 
I believe. I believe in Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ. I believe. I believe that He's the Son of God. That He's the Son of God. I believe. I believe that God has raised Him from the dead. That God has raised Him from the dead. And therefore, I've decided. And therefore, I've decided to receive Jesus. To receive Jesus as my Lord. As my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. I repent. I repent. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. And I repent. And I repent. Of all my sins. Of all my sins. All my mistakes. All my mistakes. God forgive me. God forgive me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Not to do those things ever again. Not to do those things ever again. Your word says you'll cleanse me. Your word says you'll cleanse me. And so I plead the blood of Jesus over me. And so I plead the blood of Jesus over me. Help me, God. Help me, God. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. From all unrighteousness. From all unrighteousness. That I may do things your way. That I may do things your way. And I may please you, God. That I may please you, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. God is so good, people. Now, you might not feel any different, but according to God Almighty, you just got born again, man. If If you prayed that prayer and you really meant it in your heart, you'll never be the same. I was one of those. I was just like you. Yeah. That happened to me that night, that second Act concert, and the whole world changed. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I've had to grow up a lot, and a lot, that meant I had to take a lot of correction. That mm. meant some things yeah, I was yeah. proud of I shouldn't be proud of. Yeah. God had to get rid That's of those, true. and especially pride itself. Mm-hmm. I had to humble myself, and you'll have to do the same thing, but it's okay. You just did. Now you know how. I want to talk to you. If you will, the Word says you're supposed to confess your sin uh, to God, but you're also supposed to confess Jesus as Lord. Lord. And remember, we're talking about it's time to testify. Yeah, yeah. So now it's time to testify. You just gave your life to Jesus. That's it. So let us know at mylin.org. You can email us. You can call us. But testify. Tell us that you gave your life to the Lord. That's good, babe. And we got a podcast you can check out, man. Go to mylin.org. Check on the podcast and whatever we teach, it'll be there. You can listen to it on the go. We've got a daily devotional. It's all free. It's all free. We did it just for you. God had us do it just for you because he loves you. We need to. So it's time to testify. And we've quoted this scripture to you a few times, but I want to make sure you have this reference. Romans 1.16 says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes for the Jew first and also for the Greek. So we encourage you to let us know at mylan.org. We also have product, we have your testimony in book format without him. So check that out. The book is available at mylan.org. And these are all ways for you to stay in the word because we know that will keep you on on the road road to freedom. freedom.